You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Praise God. If I were you, I'll be very particular this month. Because that which makes things to be is what we are talking about here. Where there is no word, there's no life. I'd like us to read something first from... um, Chapter 15 of Second Chronicles. Did I hear you make reference to that one? Very fast and then... I said, check it for me. Nobody has. The Grand Chronicles 15. Just read verse 1 for me. Let me hear you. God. You will sit down, but let's look at this before you sit. Amen. Praise God. Anytime we exalt the word of God, Christ is lifted higher and the spirit of God moves. The word and the spirit together make things happen. But let's look at this very interesting scenario here. Go back to verse 1. The Spirit of God came upon who? Azariah, the son of Odette. Mm-hmm. And he went out to meet Asa. Asa was a king. And said to, unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while ye be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. I want us to look at this point and then we continue. The Lord is with you while you be with him. Where are you going to be with the Lord? Where does he live that you've got to go to be with him? 
Where is his hometown? What is the address to his residence? Hello? It's a question to be answered. The Lord is with you while you are also with him. When you remain with him, he is with you. I have mentioned this here before. In the word of God, you are able to have meetings with people you have never met before but whose lives are tailored by God to be a blessing to you and for, to help you also mold your life. Our relationship with God is in his word. The more we get close to the word of God, the more we feel the presence. We get filled with the presence of God on our inside and outside. We get close to him in his word, not in his person. Because his person is not seen by anybody. His word brings him forth. The word of God is God himself. And we must understand that one. So it doesn't look like we are talking about something very strange. The word we are talking about, where is it? That is a manual you have in your hand. That's the one you have on your phone. That's the one you have on your, on your tab. God's word. is the only thing that can give us a picture of who God is and what he stands for and the power he wields. The Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will also forsake you. I thought you were going to say God forbid. <laughs> Praise God. Now go ahead. Let's get down to three and then I will do what I want to do. Let's read three together. The true God a teaching priest and without law. As a result of that, there was commotion everywhere. As a result of that, there was confusion everywhere. As a result of that, there was no power. The, the, the people could not feel the presence and the hand of God in their lives. Why? Because they had turned themselves away from his presence. They had forsaken his word. They said they were serving a God, but not the true God. You can't say you are serving God without his word. Pastor, I will remember several years ago, I told him, don't ever go to a chair and leave your Bible behind. You can't walk to the presence of God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. And then you go with your empty hand. Your guiding principle, the light that makes you have understanding of the things that God wants to discuss with you is his word. The word of God is indispensable. The word of God is indispensable. The word of God is what makes us real. 
He gives us joy and refreshing every time we go before the Lord in his word. So a person who takes time to go into God's word is a person who also will pray. If you don't have time for his word, you may not have time for fruitful and effective or effectual prayer life. The word of God is sacrosanct. You don't toy with it. You don't dilute it. You don't do anything you want to do with it. You don't just bring yourself into it. You can't change it. Glory to God. Please sit down. Hallelujah. John 1. Verse 1 to 3. Don't forget we are talking about the power of the word. Or if you like the force of the word. Let's read this together. In the beginning, before time was, before time became, in the beginning moments of eternity, before anything was known or got to be known, the word of God was there. The TPT expresses that one in a very loving manner. It says, In the beginning, the living expression was already there. The living what? Expression was already there. And the living expression was with God, yet fully God. They were together face to face in the very beginning. And through his creative inspiration... This living experience, uh, sorry, expression made all things for nothing has existence apart from him. Hmm. A fountain of life was in him, for his life is light for all humanity. And this light never fails to shine through darkness. Light that darkness could not overcome. And still cannot overcome. Because it cannot understand it. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. This is the encapsulation 
of what the scriptures stand for. In the beginning, before anything came to be, this living expression of God was with God, it was in existence before anything was created, and it was God in his full sense of it. Jesus says, I and the Father are what? One. But this word that he's talking about, this living expression, was not Jesus. It was a Christus. It was Christ. It was when he became flesh that he was given the name Jesus and that was his operational name. For he would deliver his people from their destruction. If you like, that was his functional name. He was called Emmanuel. It was an announcement that God has come to be with his people. That was an announcement. Thereafter, he wasn't called Emmanuel again. In fact, the name Emmanuel was not given to him. It was mentioned. He came to announce. He's coming to signify the presence of God. If you are Emmanuel here, don't get offended. I'm not fighting your name. I'm only making the expression about Jesus. He said, but he shall be called Jesus. Because he will deliver his people from their destruction, from their sins. After he had left the scene, the Bible talks about him as the word of God. When he shall return, we shall know the name will be called. Praise God. So when you start saying that there was a meeting in heaven between Jesus and the Father and the Holy Ghost, you are in error. For the creation to be, there was a meeting between Jesus, between Father and the Holy There was no Father and there was no Son was the expression, the living expression of God. The one we cannot see with our eyes and we cannot touch. But he came to be a living expression on earth so we could relate with him. And people could touch him. People could ask him questions. But in essence, he was this expression that carries a force that brings to be whatever God's intentions were. And he says he was a light. I like this John the Baptist uh, as far as this one is concerned. I'm not the light. That man is a light. I'm not. And from him the entire human race Receive light. And when he came, he announced himself, I am the light of the world. And people got offended. I don't know why people got, get offended when you are talking about yourself. And they say you are proud. 
You say, I'm the bread of life and you are hungry. You can also be potato of life. It doesn't matter. Just tell them who you are. If you say you are handsome now, people will be angry. They will insult you. Okay, if you are not saying I'm handsome, shouldn't I say I'm handsome? It's very important. Oh, yeah. Why would you not with him one I'll say, ah, I'll call me one of You are not deceiving yourself. Indeed, you are. You are unique. You are peculiar. There is nobody like you. No. You are original. I want a photocopy. <laughs> Praise God. No, these are these are things when you think on the word, you receive inspiration. Talk about you think on the word. I and the Father are one. And then they carry stones. He said, but he said. He called them gods unto whom the world came. And the scriptures cannot be broken. Did you stone those ones? No. But if I say, I and the Father, we are one and you are offended, what's the meaning of that? You are not being rational. And he still insulted them. The process of telling them the truth. Praise God. This is the personality that is called the word of God. He is the one by whom all things were made. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, what does it say? By faith we understand that the words were, the world was framed by what? The word of God. Let there be light. And there was He spoke things into being. If we take our time and spend the time in the word of God, we will create our world. Instead of looking for who to blame for our errors and our challenges, we can create our world with our mouth. The words of our mouth, we create it. I was telling pastor over at the office there, the time we used to complain, the time we used to say things about government and the rest of it. You see, what, what angers me is this. It's just that what we do in our closets, nobody sees them. We are worse managers than the people we are appointed to pay for our governance. We are very reckless and careless. And that's what you see when you walk about. That's what you hear when people are talking. Very reckless. Very, very reckless. We behave anyhow. They give you responsibility and then you place yourself first. Somebody starts a business, he employs people and he places himself first before the people. So if the money finishes, they will not get paid. By a man who has a fear of God will pay the others first before himself. He will pay himself and pay the wife until the money is finished. 
you guys should wait until next month. You are owing your laborers, your staff, and you are still talking that government has not paid these people. You and the government, no difference. So it's better you have a meeting with the government and say, Call here and say, Senior Dream. What you say? We should change. Amen. Right. The world is elements, the cosmos, everything was created by the word of God. He got pregnant with the things he wanted to see and then he spoke them into being. Let us make man our image and after our likeness. And people who have taken this statement literally I talk about we are tall because God is tall. So we are short before because God is short. We have weight because God has weight. That is not the essence. Everything God said, he saw it. And if we are made in his image, then whatever we say, we should see it. If that is the case, then we should be careful not to be reckless in our utterances. Oshe Obase was a war. When in Swadia, but we're going to see you. Oh, yes. You are saying, hey. Some of these things, we say them in anger. If you have done that before, get back to your closet. And turn things around. Because God has given you authority over the children. To help shaping their lives. And yet everything you say about them. Is what destroys them. You said people should not talk to your children anyhow. But you are the principal offender. What people say about your children. Is not as prophetic as what you say about your children but we are created after his image and his likeness if he spoke things into being then we can also speak things into being and that is how we really are so you will not discover that words are not just empty so we can't be reckless about the words of God that's why it is very important for you to carry your Bible and be speaking the words that you find over there. Apostle Peter said, we have a sure word of prophecy. That one, there's no error. There's no human element over there. When you are prophesying and you are not submitted to the Holy Ghost, your personal influences will come into your prophecy. And you may say things that the Holy Ghost did not say. So by substance, you have misrepresented the Holy Ghost. Your one word can change the entire thing. But when you carry this word of God, what he has said about you, and you are reading that one to him. It is very, very interesting because you are sending his own word back to him and asking him, let this thing that you said be so for me. And then you praise him and exalt him. And you carry your kaya and start going.
Praise God. You carry in your hands a force that cannot be contended with by the enemy. It's a light and this light shines in darkness and the darkness has never been able to defeat it. And I always add, because he has never been able to understand. A person you don't understand, you cannot overcome. The devil has never been able to understand Jesus. And God, he said, Jesus made a statement about a new creation, the new creation. He said, it's like the wind. No one can determine where he's coming from, where he's going. It means that you will live your life and the devil will not have ability to track you and put you down. The wind bloweth where it's listed. Nobody knows where it's coming from and where it's going. So your manifestations are the things the devil should see. But what are there in you to be manifested, he cannot understand I call him the peeper. He peeps into your life and he conjectures because he knows what God has said concerning you. So he guesses. He will guess something and then he will attack that thing and put it in your mind and you begin to fight yourself. God said, whatsoever this man does shall prosper. And Satan says, it doesn't prosper like that. You've got to pay the price for it. The price is what Jesus paid for. He is always confusing us. That's why you must know what God has said about your life. And know what the intentions of God are concerning you. The word becomes extremely important for you to play safe in life. If it comes to experience, the man is more experienced than you are because he was privileged to be in the circles of God as a prized angel before he was sent down, down here. So he knows heaven much more than you do. You have read about him but he lived there. He knows so much that he can bring you, just sit you down and roll, roll, just a one reel of things that happened before and show you why your business will fail. You mention somebody's name from Canada, this one from Sweden, this one from there, they started this work and they didn't go far, they died in the process. If you go to do this thing, you may not live to see the fruits. And then he engages your mind. You come to agreement with him. And so whatever you are doing is not prospering. But Jesus paid the price. So that whatever you lay your hands upon to do must prosper. But you must understand what he said. So that Satan will not deceive you. If everybody from your family has never made it in life, it doesn't mean you will not make it. But his message is this. There is no example in your family. But it does not mean you will not make an example. Why? Because every little success that anyone in your family had is a step, a platform from which you must begin. 
it's supposed to shoot you higher. If you study the people who are in ministry, whose grandparents and grand-grandparents, great-grandparents were in the ministry, their rising is not very, it's not hampered too much. Some people are paid certain prices. They do not enjoy. But they come to walk in the strength of what has been done already. Don't let anybody tell you that your people are, were confused. Because they were better than those before them. If they were better than them, then you must be better than they also. Remove your eyes and your ears from what the devil preaches about. You can only be strong in this area by the word of God that is inside of you. It exposes the devil and shows you your strength over him. So you can shout at him, sit down and he must obey you. Why? There is a force in the word that you speak. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. Hallelujah. He does not have it. Chapter 19 of Acts. of Acts and um, verse 20 what does it say so mightly grew the word of God and prevailed so the word grows it grows it grows through your consistent meditation. One word after the other. In the course of meditation, the word of God travels from your mind to your spirit. It gets infused in you. The word in your blood becomes the same. A serious interaction. When he says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, is what is told in you that comes out. And it comes with grace and anointing. That is why as a minister of the gospel, don't go and listen to somebody's message and then copy it to preach. A young man, a young uh, pastor, well, he says he's old, so copied one message from the from um, is it YouTube or Facebook or something and read it over and over and over and over again and then stood there and he was delivering and somebody who had just gone to the church for the first time who was acquainted with the message said, I will never enter this place again. And he said, that's your pastor. When he called the name, he said, I'm not, he's not my pastor. I am his pastor. Just that he has grown higher than me. 
You know what he was doing? He was trying to impress the world. It is not in your fluency. No. It is not in your ability to twist words and inject phrases here and there. You know, that is not what brings about what should come about. But he actually presented the message <clears throat> that someone else had preached in the U.S. And he was virtually mimicking the person. It sounded so nice. People were excited. But another person who had given his life to reading and studying, it didn't mean anything to him. Why? It was entertaining, but it was not impactful. But when you keep on studying, you keep on studying. When you work with people like me that will ask you to go and preach when it is 10 minutes to time or 5 minutes to time or when we have all entered the hall and I say you are the one preaching. Well, that's the way I was brought up. You will learn to be ready. To keep ready. It will give you one week. He said, if you don't give me, I will not be able to know what to pray about. You are going to preach. So there are things you need to know to pray, to pray about. You are asking the Holy Ghost to help you. I share with a few of you when we were going, it was an international conference in the ministry I belonged to then. Because people had come from other nations to be in their place. And my God didn't tell me that I was speaking. It was when I asked who is teaching first. He said, but you are the one. I said, sir. He said, just take 10 minutes, get to your office, and then organize yourself. I'm going in. That was the first time, the first and only time he got into the hall before me. The little grace that was on me departed. The little boldness that I had got deflated. The only prayer I was able to live before God when I entered the lift going from his office down is said, Lord, give me one verse, just one scripture. Give me one. That's all I need. Just one. Well, I know when you give me one, the rest is supply. <laughs> and I cannot forget that one. I can't forget the impact it made. That was in the year 2000. I can't forget it. He gave me scripture. And I went to stand on the altar. The lighting was very poor. And my Bible, the letters were tiny. I stood there and I said, His Lordship will permit me to get a reader today. Sometimes I behave like that. So he took it as one of my jokes. Somebody offered to you. I said, please just make sure you read well. First Samuel 17. And the guy started reading. I started talking. And I kept on talking. And my bishop sat like this with the head in the palm like this. And he was watching. Small time he would smile a little. That encouraged me. Then I got to a particular statement. And I hooked myself there. And I began to explode on that statement. And everybody stood up in the hall. It was something else. I never had standing ovation like that. <laughs> but that was the time I had not 
been properly informed I was preaching so when you, you come in they say go and pray don't say they didn't tell me tell me early will you go and create a new bible your constant studying of the word and your meditation on the word is what will make the word in you prevail because it is there it has been nurtured it's on your inside the Holy Ghost has come upon that word waiting for the day to give birth to it when it comes just give thanks to God after me a senior minister a very seasoned one for that matter a medical officer that had become um, um, a minister he ran his own ministry it was his turn he got up he told me my bishop is after this fantastic presentation what am I going to be saying again Pastor Fosu, you have robbed me. I just sat down there. You know what my bishop told me? He said, could you have done better if I told you one week before now? The word you nature on your inside is what brings the Holy Ghost to enforce and it works for people. So don't wait until you are asked to go and minister and now you spend sleepless nights and make reference here and there. Genesis, you move to Revelation. From Revelation, you come back to somewhere in the, the archival places and you begin to talk about <laughs> Praise God. And the word of God prevailed. The word in the mouth of a man who has faith in God will always prevail. The prevailing dimension is that it's, it works. It does what? It works. The word grew mightily. So the word grows. As we, are, we keep on the system we have adopted this year, that will keep on teaching one thing over and over and over again. If you are, you are attentive and you release yourself to receive, by the time we are done, something must have settled in your spirit. That years to come, when you have an opportunity, you would not know where those words are coming from. But there are things you stored in your system. And the Holy Ghost now raised. So when the enemy shall come against you, the Spirit of God shall raise a standard. A standard. He won't come and raise my standard for you. It is what you carry inside you that he's going to raise. So when there's nothing in you, that's how the enemy will swallow you. Because there's nothing to raise to defend you. The Holy Ghost has nothing to raise. You don't have anything over there. Stuff the word into your system. Eat this word. Drink it. Let the word stand strong in your life. Let it stand strong. If you go through my diaries, you will see a particular thing, NP. You will see me write NP on top of a message prepared. That is to say, not preached. 
And there are many of them like that. I prepare to become a minister. And when I sit down here, he gives me another thing. I put that one down. Some of them have been there for 10, 15 years. It has not been their turn. By day would come when those things will come life. I met with Pastor Mensa and I was telling him about a message that he preached some years ago. He was surprised. 1991, 92, I, I have those things there with me. Once in a while I went to visit those books and then see what he said. A man of great wisdom. Don't joke with the word of God. There's so much for you to carry. Hallelujah. I may have to end here and we'll talk about the prevailing word on his own. So much has been taught on the word here. But now we want to put them in a format that will make it a blessing to you. If the word was God, then and nothing is too hard for God to do, then there's nothing too hard for the word to accomplish. Just have faith in God and in his word that what he has said will continue to be effective, fruitful, and unfailing. what was said to you in prayer, especially when you are called and you are blessed. I do well to write down prayers that my seniors put on me. I write them down and I indicate the date and time. And I watch over these things to pray them into being. Don't let any word that is spoken concerning you drop to the ground. You are the one who will do warfare with the prophecies that have come upon your life. So somebody meets you and said, it's a great day for you and you take it for granted. Hallelujah, sir. You have not done well. It's a great day for you. Get back to where you are coming from or to your seat or hide somewhere. Father, I thank you because today is a great day for me. In this day, I see the things that had appeared to be impossible working for me. I see this working. I see that working. I see that coming to pass. You are doing warfare with the prophecy. It's not what they call Dito Dito. Those, many of them are games. When I say game, I don't say they are wrong. But they are, they are entertaining. Let's teach the people. I asked a pastor in our church there in Kumasi. I said, you are praying. People, you call people to come and pray with you on Fridays. They come in their numbers. They are praying. Have you ever taught them on prayer? How do they manage the things that they hear to make them profitable? So what do you do to the word that you read or hear to make them profitable? It is meditation. Sit down. Don't let this word pass. It should not leave your mouth. 
they shouldn't leave your mind you should think on them and speak them out and see them come to pass if only you believe what God is talking to you per time you will make them come to pass if you see my diary and it's somebody's message that I, I wrote down and I put a circle over a statement and put asterisks it is what I receive from God as I listen to someone preach or you hear you see asterisks and I write P-E-R that is personal those are the ones I use to pray from what the person spoke the Holy Ghost showed me something about me that I should make, take advantage of. I take my time to look at those ones. That is how to go about the word of God and make it profitable. One word is spoken. But he said he distills his word. He distills the word. And then everyone gets his own according to his level of understanding. So yours, how did it come? So don't sit here and after we have done all the preaching, you say they didn't mention my case. What is your case? My stomach uh, trouble, headache, stomach, leg ache, eye ache, ear ache, every ache. They are all aches. And they have one solution the word. I want you to become extremely active with the word. When you come from the very beginning, prayer time to when we close your diary should be having things you receive personally that you are going to pray about. You are going to rejoice over. You are going to thank God for. Make the word very important to you. Rise to your feet. God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi, Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, their special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.